Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast Fantasy Football League Week 5 Matchup. <laughs> it is me. I, myself, the one, the only, one half of the twins, Alexei Scott. Speaking of the other half of the twins, what is going on, George Scott? How you doing, pal? Yo, what is going on, Scott Sports Nation? We're here. We're recapping week four, and we're breaking down week five matchups. Yeah. What's going on with the Scott Sportscast Nation? I would assume sports stuff. <laughs> but anyway, we have our week five of our fantasy football league. And what an interesting first five weeks it has been. Well, I guess four weeks going on five. So let's start out with our week four results. Um, we had a lot of people here tied going into uh, to this week. We had a four-way tie for third and fourth place. So let's see how these matchups kind of shook out. Um, first up, ooh, I like that. Uh, you have the Scott Sportscast host, the one that boasts, the one with the most, the one who puts any kind of jam on his toast. <laughs> Getting the dub this week, 117 to 93 over the wife, the battle of the household, the uh, uh, the sleep on the couch win. <laughs> so, uh, ended up getting the win over Josephine here. And, oh, speaking of the devil herself who wears um uh what is that michael cole not prada come on in hun I, she, <laughs> I see i see her peeking through the door so here comes to the microphone big mix scott lombardi herself josephine scott that's me and, and, and the, the crowd, crowd goes wild. wild. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a virtual, um, digital kind of an audience, so bear with us. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're still buffering. <laughs> well, uh, so, hun, since you're here, talk us through this first matchup. It was Big Scott, Mick Lombardi going against the host. That both. You know what? The hosts of both may have won, but the uh, <laughs> I'm not used to this podcast in life. A fist from you, a fist from the mic. Not used to like you famous folks. Um, let's see. The Bears lost. That's all I know that counts, and that the Bears suck, and um, the Bears just suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, um, that was uh, very informational if you're a Packers fan. 
<laughs> Bears suck. Packers are four and out. That's all that counts. You know what? At the end of the day, you're kind of right. Kind of right. Well, one game behind, it just takes Bears beating Packers head to head to win. <clears throat> we will see if that happens. <laughs> Yeah, so it looks like okay. Calvin Ridley's big zero, kind of. Yeah, that, that zero banger by Calvin Ridley really was uh, the defining moment oh, in that boy. game. In the, the big difference at kicker, too. Definitely those, those two sealed the deal right there. Oh, the tight end, Tonya? Um, you mean, uh, where is it? Oh. No, I'd have to go. I actually just picked him up on waivers. Toya. Or Toya. Everyone that picked him up, I hate you all. <laughs> yep, that was me. So. <laughs> all right, get back to your uh, nightly cartoon. <laughs> I, I watched all right. <clears throat> all so right. Well thank, well, thank you for stopping by, huh? Um, Big Scott, or Big Mick Scott Lombardi with a little guest appearance and gone with the wind. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, other than Calvin Ridley's zero banger, that uh, that really killed her team because he easily could have got 20 to 25 points and really made this uh, a close game or a win. So, so thank you, uh, Calvin Ridley, for getting locked down by the Bears. Oh, that wasn't the Bears last week, but... Was it? No. No, because, uh, yeah, it was the Colts played the Bears. So, yeah. So, Oh, Packers. Yeah, thanks, Packers. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either about the Packers. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Scott Sportscast getting the dub there. <laughs> moving to two and two. Now we have our next matchup. Speaking of the Yagaman, <laughs> look at this score with a so one big. point yeah. win. The Yagaman getting it done, moving to two and two. Feels good to be 500. I do got to say that. Now, <clears throat> this game. Was expected to be close, but anytime it's a one-point game, you know, you, you can't you can't be sure. So they can go either way, and this is one of those games could have gone either way. Um, points were left on the bench for for both teams, but that's that's just fantasy football. We all, <laughs> we can't make the perfect decision every week. That we wish we could, but we don't always. However. A one-point difference, huge, huge in the standings. Um, getting the 500 again, the big difference came down to Monday night. I was down about 40 points. I needed Rodgers to have a big day, and I needed the kicker to have a, a good day. Well, the kicker had an okay day, but Rodgers had a fantastic day and sealed the deal he wanted to be a yaga he he was he he came on the team 
He started beasting, and he never let up even in the fourth quarter, and that's why he's the captain of my team, and that's why we're at 500. Um, feels good to take out one of the top top guys, um, but we got a lot more lot more wins to go. We four weeks in. Now we start. Now we start figuring out who's gonna who's gonna push for those playoff spots. This this is uh the most the most important four weeks of the season now. Uh, this is really gonna dictate a lot. I'm excited going in going in with some momentum. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, hell, one one point six. Six five, so uh, one point sixteen, man. That could have been two knee, two kneels <laughs> by the quarterback. Yep, that could have been. That could have got a fumble. Stopped at but the it, one yard line. Anything, yeah, but, but instead goes out and finishes the job, seals the deal. Fantastic, oh, yeah. fantastic. So, hey, he earned his bye week this week. I tell you that. Good work, Rogers. Good work. Bring it, bring in Big Nick Scott Lombardi. We'll do a little (laughs) chant real quick. Rogers, Rogers. Just joking. Yo, dumbass, ass and ass asses. (laughs) That's my quarterback. (laughs) Need to stop with that Rogers talk. No, but yeah, and if you really look down to uh to the graph here where it shows the huge moment. That last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers puts you over the edge to get the dub. So he literally carried your team this week. And it all comes down to Monday night. (laughs) And that's what you want. So And I always lose on Monday night because because of just they got one person, that person goes off. So it feels good to be on the other end of that and getting it done on Monday night. Little comeback victory, fourth quarter, last oh, minute yeah. drive. Let's go. Hell yeah. So <laughs> our next match. Woo! We have a blowout, folks. <laughs> we have 92 by Bang Bang Niner Gang. So 151 by Mary Oda had a little lamb. Woo! Not even close. <laughs> so we have a we have a decisive win this week. Let's uh let's take a look what happened. So uh, what what do you notice first off? What I notice first off is Nick Chubb getting injured really um, made this one out of reach. Um, you never you never expect to lose your your running back. Um, other than that, it's just a matter of one team going off and the other not showing up. Um, what are what do you got on it? Yeah, I see. Even though Kyle, Kyle Mur, uh, Kyler Murray had a great day, he just got 
outplayed by Dak, um, which is crazy because he's, he's lighting it up all year. But the, but, I mean, but, but the Cowboys of, still haven't been able to really win. <laughs> I mean, whenever Dak puts up 43 fantasy points and Joe Mixon puts up 36. 36. Yep. Very was, hard to lose when, when only when two players are scoring 70 to 80 points, you know? Well, well when both your running backs don't equal half of one of them, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a big issue. And, um, and probably happy to have uh, Galladay back in the lineup. Hundred <clears throat> percent. I know for the Yaga man last week, having George Kittle back really made a huge difference. Thirty-one um, bang. Really, really got the score up to competitive levels. So let's see if <clears throat> let's see this these top tight ends if they're gonna have a strong strong start because. It wasn't a. It was a shaky start, and now it seems tight ends are starting to get used more in these offenses. Teams are building a little bit more chemistry, but receivers are getting hurt, running backs are getting hurt, tight ends aren't really getting hurt. So tight ends have been starting to get into that mid-season form. So I think you're yeah. going to see the tight ends start to pop off a little bit more. Uh, so be active on the waivers for some tight ends. Oh yeah. Tight ends is it's been like if you only had one or two uh fantasy producers really each year and then now it's uh it's kind of spread out quite a bit, but you have that group of people who get about forty yards, maybe a touchdown, so you get nine to ten points. So that's that's kind of your average for your tight end. So most most of them are pretty average except for you got your guys like Kittle and I mean, even Ertz has been pretty average recently, right? Uh, yeah, he's been he's been pretty basic. So we got to see if uh, Philadelphia can get that going. But that's a whole nother story. <clears throat> so let's get back to uh, finish recapping this game. You know, you'd like to see Travis Kelsey, you know, put up more points. You'd like to see him be better than basic. Uh, that really hurt. But was able to overcome. <laughs> with all these other players so when your superstars don't show up and your other players do it's real nice yeah but at the same time when you only have Kyler Murray and uh Andrews really going off it's hard to win it's hard to win especially whenever you have only two players scoring about close to 100 points <laughs> yeah exactly it's that's real tough 40 and 30, that's 70, 74 points right there. Like, geez, <laughs> that's just two players. So, so it came down to a, uh, to a blowout. The two versus two players that went off weren't even close. <laughs> yeah. So our, our final matchup that we had was 134 for the, undefeated the last of the dying three undefeated Bravehearts 134 to 99 against the 831 Marmaden. So let's take a look. <clears throat> Marmadens had a solid team, but with all of the uh the game delays, protocols, uh people catching COVID, 
the Chiefs didn't do as hot as everyone thought they were. And that, that really showed on the scoreboard here. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he, um, he did his thing. He had a solid day. But when you're, when you're used to seeing 30-plus points every week from Patrick Mahomes, it, it's strange to see a 21 or 23. So average day for him. Kareem Hunt yeah. had a good day. Carlos Hyde had a good day. You know, everybody had a good day, but they didn't have a great day. Yeah. And the real difference came down to Seattle's defense. Rob And even, you know, the kickers were close. Leonard Fournette put up zero points. Yeah, that could have been the tell-all end-all. But then, but then you got Mike Evans putting up 20. Delvin Cook Cook putting putting up up 20, uh, Russell Wilson putting up over 20, your defense putting up over 20. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, whenever you got multiple players over 20 points, you know, you're going to have yourself a nice-looking score. But, yeah, Yeah. uh, Marmadins just didn't have anybody really bust over 20 except for, like, one or two people. So. So that's really what it came down to, because whenever it's a uh, a thirty point game, you know, I expect usually about fifteen for for a decent player every week. So that's that's a two player difference. That's a good gap. Yeah. And with yeah. and with a zero, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. And in this league, all the difference could be one game. Yeah. We got to we got to every every win matters in the NFL and we got to remember that these moments here these coaching decisions early on is coming back like goes to christmas past right around december time when we're playing playoff football oh yeah so every so, every win matters it does um so next up we have our week Five matchups. So you have the number four Scott oh, um, Before we get into that, let's take a look at the uh, the standings here. Take a look at the the league leaderboard. Okay, so we have Bravehearts all alone, undefeated, four four and zero at the top. Second place, you have three and one. What in the hell? Third place, you have the eight three one Marmadin, uh, two and two, and you have the Scott Sportscast at fourth place, uh, also two uh-huh. and two. Oh yeah, all tied here. Um, the Yaga Man went up two spots to get to the fifth spot. Mariota. Big Scott Lombardi and uh, uh, Bang Bang Niner Gaines split all the way down to last place after his hot start. So, uh, so not not too shabby. Uh, looks like me and you are duking it out uh, with Jesse for for that third third spot, really. And then the leftover takes number four. So, <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of football this season. Hopefully, it's it's starting to get uh, (laughs) a 
only one person creating separation in a good way. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, all these wins are really going to start mattering this week, as uh, previously said, week uh, week five to to nine. Those are the most important important games right there. That's going to tell you where you're going to sit at or who's close to you. So uh, let's get back to the game. Let's get back to the game center and hit week five. So we Big got week. So our first matchup, we have the Scott Sportscast host, the, the host that boasts, taking on the undefeated Ravens. This looks like it's going to be quite a matchup if the projections stay the same looks like we're going to intersect right there at the tail end of monday night so uh hopefully that uh that doesn't stay true on blue's part um so we have uh the biggest matchups this week or it looks like the advantage at running back is going to go to braveheart but the wide receiver advantage is going to go to the Scott Sports or the host that boasts. But we have a huge matchup here in the wide receivers. We have Tyler Lockett versus DK Matt uh, or DJ Mac. What? Metcalf. Metcalf, yeah. Could not spit that one out. Uh, so. Metcalf versus Lockett, man. That's uh, who's going to get the touchdowns this week. <laughs> Hopefully, neither of them, or just Lockett. But so that that one's going to tell the tale of the tape on the wide receivers. Um, if Metcalf gets all the love like he did last week, it's going to be bad news for me. If Lockett gets all the love like the week before that, it's going to be great, great news for me. So. I uh, had to make a switch at defense because that uh, Tampa Bay offense is doing really well. Uh, so I took the number one defense, uh, the Colts, and I'm going to play them against uh, Nick Chubbless, uh Cleveland Browns, who have been doing good, but most of it is based on that run game. So you got the best defense versus a uh, a handicapped offense. I think that that's going to do well for uh, for the Colts over the Bears. So, um, other than that, I uh, just got to hope that Russell Wilson doesn't throw 18 touchdowns and the running backs don't go off for an absurd amount. But with uh, Zeke versus the Giants, I don't like that. Hey, can oh, you, this, uh, this one's going to be close. And we are back. Sorry, we have to take a restroom break, but let's get back into it. I just finished giving my breakdowns for week one. So, uh, George, give us your breakdowns on this week one. Scott, uh, the host that boasts versus uh, Braveheart. Yeah, so 
I think uh, the deciding factor here is going to be if Drew Brees goes off or not. We know that Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. He he brings it every time he's out on the field. Uh, kind of a down week last week, but looking, he can put up 40 points on you in a hurry. So that Minnesota Vikings defense, not the greatest. See some opportunities for for both quarterbacks to shine. But I'm going to go – the real difference here is at the running backs, Ezekiel Elliott against the Giants, Delvin Cook against the Seahawks, two of the top running backs, both against really good matchups. Mike Evans. I don't like – Kyle Fuller is a pretty good, pretty good corner. Um, Eddie Jackson with the double team help, probably. But uh, he's if he's in the lineup, he he's a real good play. He's he's always he's always consistent. Uh, tough matchup. Well, he's never he's never can't. done great against Kyle Fuller either. Let, let, let's keep the history in mind. Um, last time that they played, it was what forty-six to ten. I mean, given you didn't have Brady, but Trubisky went off for six touchdowns. Um, Mike Evans wasn't able to do much against against that secondary. So I don't have the most faith in Mike Evans, even if he plays. Um, so hopefully he <laughs> hopefully he leaves him in there, and uh, you know, because tomorrow night's the game, so. Um, yeah. if he leaves uh, him in me, there and gets a zero, that's a, that's a, that's a huge point swing that could happen. Yeah. And Leonard Fournette looking doubtful. Um, so that would have to be. I, I'm not concerned. Him, so. I'm not concerned about Cook versus Seattle's defense. Seattle has a pretty good run defense. Um, yeah, he's going to, he's going to get some production, but I don't see him going off. So that makes me happy. I don't see him having that. 27 point game I see him having maybe more of a 15 to 17 on a good day so um the biggest concerns with me is that Zeke Elliott could probably rush for five touchdowns against the Giants in a quarter (laughs) so that one scares me big time um DK Mac or DK Matkiff uh he (laughs) Metcalf (laughs) Uh, that redneck tongue of mine, you know, <laughs> wants to pronounce things different. But yeah, so Metcalf, he um, versus Lockett, that's going to be the deciding tell. If Lockett outscores Metcalf by by a decent margin, expect me to win this game. If Metcalf is the one who's getting the touchdown, I probably won't have a chance. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I could see a pretty even split between those two. Um, yeah, Tyreek Hill looking to to take advantage of that Las Vegas defense. That speed is just tough, but they guard Henry Ruggs every day in practice. They might uh, have some ideas on how to slow him down a little bit, but Tyreek Hill can go off for 44 any week. Um, Juju yeah. Smith. Oh, no. Jay Smith. Tight end. Against Buffalo, Buffalo's pretty good defense. 
Um, I don't know how they are against the tight end specifically, <laughs> but but they've been playing some good teams. What worries me about Metcalf here is if you look at the first four weeks, the dude has yet to get under 90 yards receiving. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, uh, it's one of those days because he has a touchdown in every single game except for last game. Uh, week four, so it's like, well, hopefully that continues. Because when yeah, he averaged and, 16 points a week, you know. Woo. Yeah, and then you got Melvin Gordon going against that New England defense. That's uh, my, tough, my biggest concern. On. So, based on, on what we see on the paper here, because matchups always, or lineups always change before we actually play the game. So, as we got it right now, I got to give it to Braveheart slightly. I think this one, it, this one could even be oh. one of the games. <laughs> but I, I got, I got Bravehearts edging this one out, keeping that that unblemished record for now. Yeah, it's hard to go against the undefeated person, no matter what it is. Um, but yeah, it's really going to come down to Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's been putting up six, 16 points a week. It's just, is he going to get in the end zone this week? And uh, a Tyler Lockett, can he steal the touchdown from Metcalf this week? If those two things happen, expect a win for me. But if not, it's going to be Braveheart. So that one's going to come down to, uh, it might come down to the Seattle game itself, <laughs> which is, uh, which is odd. And then there's a few players also playing uh, on Thursday from Chicago and Tampa Bay. Uh, I I have to make my decision on Allen Robinson tonight over Robbie Anderson. So it's like, that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah, Leonard Fournette, um, doubtful. Got to find a replacement for him. Got one on the bench type of thing for – Bravehearts, um, Mike Evans. You don't know if at least he's playing Thursday instead of Monday night, which is gives a little bit more time. But looks like he's questionable. He'll probably play. But it's one of those, even if you wait that long, who can you replace him with if worse comes to worse? Exactly. But you got you gotta prep for somebody. You got, who are you taking? I got the host of both, um, not just based on favoritism, but the fact of the matchup. I feel that this is one that I can win. It's just going to be everything's got to go. Um, not everything, but most things have to go swimmingly uh, on my side. But it, it just takes a couple bad uh, bad games on, uh, on Braveheart's side, you know. So if, if they could shut down Delvin Cook, that puts me in a good position. If they can shut down Russell Wilson, keep him honest at about 15 to 17 points, we're going to have ourselves a game. All right. But, but so, uh, so we'll move on to our next game. And um, Mariota had a little lamb who just had a huge win last week. I mean, 60-point huge 
taking on the fifth place, the man in the race, the one who has that fit waist, the Yaga man. <laughs> Just moved to two and two, tied with uh, tied with the group, basically a, a four way tie for for third and fourth place. If you don't count points, if you just count records. Yeah, we're we're getting into these to the most important four weeks here. Um, yeah, let me break this one down. We got Justin Herbert, who's been slinging the football like a veteran all season long, going up against New Orleans, who has quite frankly given up a lot of points through the air. <laughs> so I'm taking a chance on the rookie. I think he's got what it takes. He's been consistent every week. Rodgers is out. He did his thing. He earned his bye week. Now let's see if this Justin kid can can earn his spot. Um, yep, keep it going. So that that's that's kind of the wild card there. That that's going to be the real determining factor in this week. Uh, the quarterback matchup. The deck. Prescott's been throwing for like 500 yards every week. He's been he's been balling, but his team's been losing. Um, but that doesn't matter in fantasy football. What matters is points. He's getting them, and he's got a New York Giants. That's an easy matchup. But division games are always weird. Giants played the the Cowboys tough. Jason Garrett's the former coach of the Cowboys, his first game with the new team or division rival Giants going against his old team. So that's going to be kind of interesting. He might know how to stop that offense a little bit, like game plan, but I doubt it. He'll probably just clap. (laughs) I mean, it's been a while removed too. So it's like, you know, uh, who knows what they implemented this year. Exactly. Then you got Joe Mixon. Uh, I don't know if he goes off like crazy like last week against Baltimore's defense, but he's a he's a pass catching back. He could get one of those will routes for a long touchdown and really, really add some points quick. He's always a threat. Josh Jacobs is definitely a threat division game against Kansas City, but Kansas City's been playing good defense. Got to get Galladay out. He's got to buy. Uh, uh, McLe- McLaren, he is. Uh, but he's going against Jalen Ramsey, looks like. Well, well, right here for Washington, um, no, no participation in practice for McLaren. So that's, that's some good news for the Yaga man. Well, it, it might be. But then also... Travis Kelsey here going against so he's got a lot of players in in two games it seems yeah he's got Dallas players and then he's got uh Las Vegas Raiders versus Kansas City Chiefs so uh we're gonna know what happens with his games um as soon as those games pretty much end then as, as far as my team goes uh, I like I like my advantage here at the running backs. I, well, not not so much 
um, in the passing, but the touchdown potential. I feel Miles Sanders could get a good receiving touchdown. He he gets a lot of PPR points. Uh, he's a goal line guy. Then you have Derrick Henry, who has a bye week. Team's got um, some illegal practices in this week. So yo dumbass ass and ass asses. <laughs> So we're going to have to figure out the implications of that. Probably a first-round pick and a hefty fine for breaking COVID-19 regulations. Um, other than that, I think wide receivers here. Amari Cooper, good matchup against the Giants. Stefan Diggs, got a, got a good matchup here against the tit- uh, Tennessee Titans. Then you got Greg Kittle against Miami who has been tough on tight ends, but it's Greg Kittle, let's be honest. Or George Kittle, yeah. sorry. George yeah, Kittle. Who, who's done good against Kittle recently in the last past three years? Let me know. Because <laughs> exactly. I, I, th- I can't think of anybody. So, um, yeah. m- My biggest thing I see is his biggest wide receiver in McLaren may is questionable. So that means that there's a good chance that he won't, he won't play. And if he does, how productive is he going to be? I don't see a 27 point game for somebody who has a hamstring injury. Cause you're not going to be able to go get those 60 yard plays, you know, uh, your hamstring hurt. You shouldn't be running that fast or you shouldn't, Say you have a hamstring injury. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tricky either way. Um, Cardinals defense versus the Jets. Great play. Uh, yeah, but here's the twist. It's Joe Flacco coming off of neck injury and surgeries, getting the start here for the Jets, who have been abysmal. And Sam Darnold, I don't know if he was – he wasn't the solution, but I don't know if he was the majority of the problem. No, it wasn't all him. Le'Veon Bell couldn't do nothing behind that line. It's just atrocious. Then he went and, on IR. And Joe so Flacco, don't even... I don't, I don't know why he, why he is gonna be believed to turn that team around. I think this is a good, good week for the Cardinals' defense. Solid play. So yeah, the me- thing that the thing about the Jets is that yeah, you have Le'Veon Bell on IR. That offensive line has always been suspect. That defense can't stop water if it had a bucket. Uh, yeah. So it, it's me, one uh, of those. Go ahead. go ahead. No, no, you're good. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. The so. I, I don't trust anything on the on the Jets, especially that offense. When you have a quarterback coming off of a neck injury, only one of them has been successful, and that's Peyton Manning. So I don't see Flacco pulling a Peyton Manning, uh, especially not with that team. The receivers are suspect, the line suspect, tight ends are suspect, running backs are suspect. Uh, I want to say Jets just brought somebody in for running back actually but it's not gonna matter uh, was it uh, uh what's his name frank gore isn't it frank gore 
I'm not I'm so pretty, sure. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure the Jets just picked up Frank Gore, uh, and he was playing in the Monday night game. So, um, as much as I love Frank Gore, I can't root, root for him with that line. I mean, he'll get you your normal running back points, maybe about 10. If he gets a touchdown, 15. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to give the edge to this game for Yagaman. Um, yeah, give give me the Yaga man here with the slight edge. Uh, I think it'll be a little bit closer than than what the paper says because we got division games and those can always get wild. Other than that, um, looks like it's gonna be if my team comes and plays solid, they can get the W, but. It's got to be a, a team effort here. Uh, so let yeah, let's give me give me the Yaga man. Yaga man. Nice. Let's go to game three here. What do we got? So we have Big Mick Scott Lombardi who made her little debut. Uh, I guess it's not a debut, but it's more of a cameo on the podcast earlier. She is taking on the three and one. What in the hell? Give me what in the hell. <laughs> I, I I like his team. They score big. Yaga man brought it last week. I think uh, what in the hell is going to be able to shake it off and uh, bounce back with a win here. Um, out. Let's see. The biggest problems for what in the hell is gonna be if Deshaun Watson can really take that next step with that offense and and put up that twenty five thirty point game. Uh, cause you know Lamar Jackson probably will. Um, it says he is questionable. Let's see what that's about. Okay, so it's a knee, a knee issue and did not participate in practice today. So, um, I'm pretty sure you could bank on the MVP playing this week. Yeah. Uh, they're they're just going to rest him up, make sure that he's good for game day. So, I wouldn't put too much stake into that one. Yeah. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones on a bye for – uh, is going to be a big problem. And then you have uh, Ridley and Brown, your two wide receivers are questionable. So, um, and your tight end doubtful. So, that's just this tough, is a case, tough this is a case of, of just one of the top teams running into an injury plagued. Uh, just trying to get back to to healthy. Um, give me give me wanting the hell here taking it. I I just think he's got some good matchups this week. Lamar Jackson against Cincinnati. Or, yeah, against Cincinnati. Then you got Mike Davis against Atlanta. Atlanta's been giving up a lot of points. Alvin Kamara against anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Elvin Kamara single-handedly beat me against uh, what in the hell with yeah, that 36 Cooper, points, you know? <laughs> Cooper Cup against Washington's a good matchup. So, Oh, that's a huge matchup. I like it. Give me, uh, give me what in the hell here. Getting it done. Moving to four and one. Oh yeah. And that brings us to our last game. Let's see. We have the eight three one Marmadin taking on the Bang Bang Nine Gang in a Sapoaga showdown. In a battle of the Samoans in Brotherly Love 2, we have Jesse Sapawaga taking on Jeremy Sapawaga. <laughs> so, who do you have in this uh, Battle of Samoan Island Chief match? All right. So, for 831 Myrmidons, you got the MVP. From last year, well, well, you got Patrick Mahomes. Year before, yeah. You can, you can debate that he's the MVP every year, but whenever you're the MVP of fantasy football, Patrick Mahomes putting up a lot of points. He had a down week last week, but you got a division opponent. Las Vegas could be a lot of points in that game. Could be a blowout. You never know with division games. Uh, I expect the solid performance. Kareem Hunt, questionable, but if he does play, he's going against an indie team that is real good on defense. Uh, Edward Solaire, pretty good. Um, solid, solid team here for 831. Juju Smith uh, might be going against Darius Slay. Should have an okay day, maybe not a great day. But then we move over to Bang Bang Niner Gang. We got Robinson going against Houston. Division game. I like Robinson. He scores more points in fantasy than his team scores in a season. It seems <laughs> in real life. For multiple weeks. But outside of that, Kyler Murray's got a good matchup. And Justin Justin Jefferson might have an okay day. Kenyon Drake should bounce back. Steelers might be a good play against Philadelphia with that offensive line banged up. But just not enough to get past a 3-1 Mermadin. So give me the Mermadins went in by by a little bit. More than more than more than five points, but not more than like fifteen. Yeah. So, the way uh the way I see this, see this the way I see this matchup is you have uh Marmadins quarterback uh court, quarterback advantage. Um Running back with that questionable Kareem Hunt um, filling in. What is it for Nick Chubb? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's filling in 
or or is it him and Nick Chubb are splitting snaps? But uh, but Nick Chubb's both of them are hurt. hurt. So. Yeah, but also Kareem Hunt is questionable. So yeah, another that's another reason I wanted to play that Colts defense against the the Browns. You know, is their whole run game's depleted, which is what their whole offense is based around. If no run game, they have no pass game. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that matchup. Um, it's going to take some big plays by the lesser guys on Bang Bang to win this, and I don't think that they can. Hell, I mean, I might trade them for Robinson if I could find a good trade. <laughs> but outside of Robinson, Murray, and Anderson, the tight end, I just see the other matchups going in the way of Marmadins. So give me Marmadins by 20 points. 20 points. Big hefty win. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a matter of 16 to 5, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that uh, – who did you have? Marmadins, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Marmadins, so. I feel – I feel just a little bit more solid, a little bit more consistent every week, putting up, you know, big numbers. So oh, give yeah. me, give me a three-one, taking the victory. Yep. All right. So, who do you see being the lock of the week? Ooh, this one's this is a tough week, but. Gonna have to go with what in the hell as my lock of the week. I think just a lot of injuries and just a banged up team here. If if you can find a good replacement for Aaron Jones, it's tough. Uh, Niners defense could could do some good things for you, but they just lost to Philadelphia, so I just don't see them being able to put up enough points. As, as as you need to compete with what in the hell you need you need big numbers so just don't see it happening give me the lock oh, yeah. of the week nice my lock of the week's gonna be a little bit different even though that's probably maybe the safest one uh i'm gonna empty out my bench and pick braveheart no <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, I'm going to go with the Yaka man over Mariota had a little lamb. And Charles, if you got a problem, I'm in Fresno. You can find me. Come over. I'll cook a family dinner. You know, we'll have a good time. <laughs> but as for this matchup, I'm going to have to take the Yaga man. I feel that the game plan is going to come into fruition, and the injuries are going to continue to pile up for Lamb. Um, if his receiver and and uh, Delaney Walker can't go, it, it's going to be hard to go against against the Yaga man. So give me Yaga man taking this one uh, as the lock of the week. All right. 
And who's your toss-up game? My toss, my coin flip game, toss-up game is going to be, honestly, between me and Braveheart. It's going to come down to my running back and or and or Taylor Lockett versus DK Matkiff for the win. Um, to me, that one is just going to be a real – I mean, expect a five-point difference. Yeah, I I actually expect the Yaga man and Mariota had a little lamb to be my toss-up game. If Dak Prescott throws for 500 yards again, puts up big numbers, and and Joe Mixon, these these running backs can go off like they did. It's going to be tough to beat. So division games like the the Las Vegas Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs, those are offensive teams that like to light up the scoreboard. But division games are weird. Could be a, a you know seventeen to six type of game out of nowhere, but this one will be more of a shootout, in my opinion, and that that equals fantasy points. Exactly. Uh, you you I want the team who's going to get the garbage time or be in the shootout. <laughs> you don't want a game to end in the fourth quarter close. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to end in the third quarter. <laughs> Teams mm-hmm. and your coach takes you off the field. <laughs> exactly. So we have the 831 Marmadin versus Bang Bang Niner Gang, as I'm going to take as my upset of the week prediction as Bang Bang Niner Gang takes out the 831 Marmadin and proves. That the little brother is just as just as important as the older brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jeremy's younger than Jesse, but Jay's older than Jesse. So if I have that family tree correct. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely take as the upset of who could pull off the upset of the week, it could be the host that boasts. Uh, he's got he's got some weapons. Well, you got some weapons that could compete with Braveheart. And if Seattle puts up a dud, it really opens up opportunities for your team to to stretch out that lead. My so. my biggest concern lies with Metcalf. If Metcalf gets the look, then <laughs> then Sayonara. <laughs> yeah, that that's a true. That's a true. You know, and it, neither of them could get it. It could go to Carson, the running back. Let's it's, hope. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game to sit there and watch you guys biting your nails over. <laughs> oh yeah. Woo! Right, and let's and uh, it, let's close this let's close this podcast out. Let's uh, yeah. So just a quick tit, tidbit. Um, I have been known to end some undefeated streaks throughout my years, pretty much every year. So can we make it one more? The Scott Sportscast needs your support. <laughs> it, needs, it needs your praise and it needs your, your, uh, your cheering. 
because this week we got to take down the last undefeated team. Everybody loves an undefeated team, but everybody loves when an undefeated team loses more. So we got to make sure that that happens this week. Um, I know it has nothing to do with me, the fans, or anybody else but the players, but I feel that if we pull together, <laughs> we can get it done. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you yell at the TV, they can hear you, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty exactly. sure. They play harder. Every time, every time we do our MMA coaches corner, we tell people that they need to do something, and then five seconds later, either they do it or the announcers say it. So, <laughs> so it wouldn't That's be the true. first time. <laughs> but all right, let's uh, let's close this one out. Any any comments? Um. Yeah. I mean, we probably did this podcast about three times now so it's nice to finalize it yeah um but so this week in the scott sportscast you can look forward to what is today wednesday so it would be thursday i don't think we have anything planned friday stay tuned we'll have most likely if everything works out correctly a uh Step Inside the Squared Circle podcast for the watch-along for uh, WWE SmackDown. Uh, this weekend, uh, Friday, you can expect our predictions on the MMA Coach's Corner for uh, the fight night with uh, Morales versus uh, San Sanhagen. San Hagen. Sanhagen. There you go. Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen. Uh, so we'll have our predictions Saturday night. We will have the watch along for the MMA coaches corner to break down and give you guys all of the juicy information you need while watching the fight so that you can uh, understand exactly what's going on instead of just saying, hey, why doesn't that guy get up? <laughs> and uh, I don't think there's any um, – actually, also Friday for the WWE SmackDown. It's supposed to be for the WWE draft. So they'll, you'll have Raw and SmackDown competitors switching shows. So that's going to switch everything up. And so that should be an interesting episode. Uh, other than that, like I said, this weekend we have our MMA Coaches Corner. Uh, we have football this weekend. And we'll get ready for next week. So, any closing comments on the Fantasy Football League Week 5 matchups for you? Let's get it. Week 5. Now we start to push for the playoffs. Now, now we're looking for seeding. Now we're looking to build teams through the waivers. Hopefully, the injuries slow down for a lot of these players. And we just get back to some good football. I mean, it's been great football so far. I'm not saying that it hasn't been. But, you know, I'm excited for mid-season football, some of the most intense games. You start to separate the NFL players and the fantasy fantasy players. But give, it, give us as much football as you can, NFL. Well, we got it. We missed <laughs> because, it. Because mid-season. with the Titans and the uh, – <laughs> 
Patriots and Chiefs and these other teams getting COVID and doing illegal practices. Who knows how much longer we're going to get. So hopefully yeah, these hopefully these teams uh, get their heads out their rear ends and can figure out their, their A's from their elbows. <laughs> yeah. And uh, figure out that, hey, this is bigger than just them. This is bigger than just money. This is about keeping a society and a culture at ease through this pandemic. Because if we don't have sports, you've seen what happens. <laughs> All right. So tune in next week for recap shows and our weekly pickums. Oh, yeah. So we will have our weekly pickums released for you on Thursday which is tomorrow. So we will have that tomorrow before the Thursday night game. Stay tuned. We will have this episode tonight. Uh, MMA Coaches Corner Predictions Friday. MMA Coaches Corner Live Breakdown and Analysis Saturday. So we got a busy, busy rest of the week coming up for everybody. And buckle up. Stay tuned. Because the action is here. Future is now, and we just love talking sports. So come talk with us. But this has been the Scott Sportscast with our Fantasy Football League Week Five matchup. Thank everybody for thank everybody for tuning along, and have yourselves a great night. Mm-hmm.